Hello? Hello? Hi, Maddie. Who's that? Where am I? It's me, John. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a 2022 edition of the Console Wars podcast. Uh, Maddie and I have a very important topic today. We teased it for a long time, months, entire span of last year. We basically were circling this topic, but uh, I finally got an Xbox Series X for Christmas. Whoa. Santa did his job, and me and Maddie are going to talk about the Series X. We're going to talk about Halo Infinite, and that's pretty much it. So get prepared. Maddie, how excited are you for me to have entered the world of I'm, Xbox, your beloved Xbox? I just feel pride. I just feel pride. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll talk we'll start with that, just my general experiences with the console itself. And you know, be perfectly transparent, I've become a Sony uh mega fan only recently. They're my, you know, party in the war of the titular console war. But you know, I owned Xbox 360. I loved it. I always said it was better than the PS3. And then I switched allegiances in the PS4 generation. And now I'm at a crossroads, right? Where it's like <laughs> I have both next generation consoles and I'm ready to, you know, you know, really gauge both fairly as much as I'm like embedded in the PS5 uh, party. Um, you know, so this, this was an exciting thing to experience. And... I think the console is fine. I think it's all right. <laughs> and you are furious about that. So let's, let's, I just, it's funny how I got this, the Series X. That was like my pick. And your pick was the PlayStation. And then we both got the other ones as like a gift. Just shows how privileged we are, really. Yeah, this is for elite. This is an elites only podcast. No, we're not talking about Halo elites, but we'll get to that later. But yes, uh, we're the top one percent. And if you're uncomfortable with that, just unsubscribe. No, but <laughs> yes, we both have both. But but it's privileged not just in uh, our extreme wealth that we get from mostly this podcast, but uh, also they're just extremely hard to find. Both. I couldn't believe it, man. So you were expecting an S, weren't you? Which, in of itself, so good. I don't have one, but you know, from friends and stuff, that's a good console. But you got the you got the more spenny one. Yeah, I mean, I I was fine with an S, right? Because I mostly just wanted it for Game Pass and to play Halo and Forza and stuff like that. And as much as I love my beloved 4K TV, um, I was like, yeah, I can live with that. It'll be totally fine, and I'm sure it would be. I mean, a lot of the games are cross gen now. They're I mean, they're even Xbox One games right now, so. I was totally prepared for that, but I got the Series X, and I'm like, okay, now we can fully compare. Let's go. You know, both generations, like top class for both generations. Um, so, yeah, I, I was excited. I was super excited, and I can play all my beloved Xbox 360 games on disc on there, which I will probably not do. I, I did play a bit of Portal 2 on it, but that's about it. Um but yeah, so I got it and I immediately signed up for Game Pass. I couldn't get access to my old Xbox 360 gamertag because my Windows, whatever, live Hotmail account was locked because it's kind of suspicious activity. Um, so I had 25,000 gamer, I don't know how many, 20 to 30,000 gamer points just gone. Lost oh to the ages. I'll never know how I um, 
will score and scored in geometry wars achievement wise but um brutal luck. it's uh, no it did it honestly did suck just because i wanted to see you know all my played games and carry over that history um but you know immediately sign up start a new account uh sign up for game pass obviously that was the first priority and the first thing i did was start up halo and like We'll get to that game itself, but I think like the my first reaction to the user interface and the uh, menus and it's all, it's all the same thing and the just the layout of everything, I feel like it's like a Windows. Just it looks yeah. like Windows, right? Like it looks like the Microsoft Store, mm-hmm. and it has some intuitive stuff. Like obviously the menu that pops up when you hit the uh, Xbox button. Uh, is like a lot more logical than the PlayStation 5 one. Mm-hmm. But I just found it, and it's like all laid out like pretty logically, but it was a little cold maybe. I don't know. Like I, I, you keep on cringing every time I say this, but I think that it's a little flat and just very utilitarian. And that's totally fine because it's like who who really gives a shit at the end of the day. But there wasn't that sort of like, whoa, this is so like beautiful or whatever that the PlayStation 5 had even though it was just the evolution of the PS4 menus, but it's not as like you know whimsical, uh, and that probably carries over into the actual a lot of the game stuff itself that we can get into later. But I don't know, is that something you dispute? No, I I do agree. I think I said this like way back when we actually so we actually did the podcast before the first episode, but we we ended up not releasing it. But on oh, that yeah. on that podcast, I did I said similar things and. I mean, I need to sort of like, I agree with it. And also I need to take myself back to when I got the, the Series X and it was my first next-gen console. I'd never had a, a one. So I was new to, I was new to like, and I don't use Windows Store ever. I don't have a Windows thing. So although it was like, it is cold and all those things, it was a new sort of visual yeah. design to me. So there was a kind of novelty at like, wow, they do things this way, you know. Um but when you when you start the PlayStation Five for the first time, you get this kind of like unique boot up thing where there's a kind of similar to the original Xbox, where there's that kind of green explosion going on, like the consoles, like you know, <laughs> and it does this thing. But the PlayStation versions kind of like there's like glitter and and lights and all this shit, yeah, and it's like orchestra, yeah, yeah like an orchestra, and it's like press the button to awaken or shit like that, yeah. And, and <laughs> welcome to the show. It's like that yeah. kind of thing. And um, yeah, the Xbox is like, hello. <laughs> and that's, yeah. like, that's like the amount of uh, spectacle there is. So no, I totally get that. And especially if you go on PS5, Xbox Series, actually, like, what the fuck? Like, where's the, where's the where's bells the and whistles? Where's, where's the, the love? But then I, yeah, also, I mean, yeah, know. go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say like, and that also applies to like how they look right like yeah. as much as everyone like made fun of the ps5 design i kind of warmed up to it a lot like like aesthetically i'm like oh it's like you know what? i'm actually glad they didn't go with just a sort of you know another like flat ps4 look uh again like i actually and it looks good on my white counter or whatever and like i i've kind of warmed up to it and the xbox is just like this is a black like 2001 space odyssey monolith just a cube, like black box. <laughs> and it's like so nondescript, like the button, like you can't even see the Xbox button unless you get a close up to it. It's like so just, it's a PC. Like it looks like a, a, a desktop 
PC, it really does. Basically. I love it though, man. I just love the kind of efficiency of it. Yeah, it's no frills. We're so far from like the N64, the SNES, the Dreamcast, and that yeah. kind of thing. So I guess there is a kind of appeal to. I I have not warmed to the PS5, but who cares at this point? Like, you know, I've moved on. You you kind of just you re, you react to that when they get shown when you have it for like a couple of weeks and then you stop thinking about it. But yeah, I've had both of them for a year and like the thing for me is that I can I can get around the Xbox so fucking easy now. Like I just yeah. So there's that element to it. Um, and with the PS5, I use it maybe like a third of the time, as much, maybe even less, to be honest. Maybe even like. A fifth of how much I use the Xbox, but I just don't. Nothing's intuitive still to me. Yeah, I mean the menus are not like they're the. It's basically the same as PS4, like menu wise. Like they just swap. Like basically, but worse. Like, a little bit worse because they just like replace. It. And it, actually, it's better in some ways in terms of like they've made updates since then to like to organize the library and, and this and that. And like I found on the Xbox, the Series X, it's like. um you have to, like, there's not that many ways to filter out games or sort them either. Like, I thought there would be more. Like, even looking through Game Pass, it's just like, here's all the games, and A to Z, and it's like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, not... They are filtered still... by genre, but it's not so easy to find. You've got to, like, scroll down. Yeah, like, it's not, there's got to be a better way. Like, I just don't understand why both of them are, like, not as good as, let's say shopping on like uniqlo.com or whatever you know what i mean where it's like oh it's like sweaters and like i can filter them by color i can filter them by price i can filter whatever but then like all the both stores i mean they're both fucking better than the uh the e-shop don't get me wrong (laughs) but yeah i i I find both of them sort of like similarly like intuitive but sort of very plain and not a lot going on i think the ps5 aesthetically is a lot like warmer and better looking in every way pretty much like the in the like i just think the xbox is definitely a lot more efficient i've just been having trouble with number one like one the quick resume feature on the xbox is like a huge selling point and it doesn't work right now for the two big games <laughs> halo infinite and forza 5 and you seem to be dismissing this as an issue we're like oh yeah once it works it will it's never gonna be work. great it doesn't fucking work It'll i literally work. have to every time i turn off the console and I want to play Halo Infinite, unless I'm just playing campaign. Uh, I have to open up the menu with the center button. And by the way, the center Xbox button doesn't work for me 25% of the time. You have to like press it very deliberately. But then sometimes when you do that, you hold it too long and it brings up like the shutdown menu. So like that's, it's such a PC in every way where it's like running on the system, but not like designed for the system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the PlayStation feels very like all integrated with like, and that goes on to like the the controller and the PlayStation controller is so innovative, and all the games are built around that and this and that. And the Xbox is just like it feels like it's a uh, uh, OS running on a box that could be replaced at any moment. Uh, mm. But um, but yeah, the quick resume you start it up, and because a game is online, if a game is online only or like you know always online, whatever it's called um, for. Four to five, it's always online. And for Halo, if you're in the multiplayer menu, it's always online. So once you get back into those and you quick resume, they just are broken and you have to restart the game. Like the menus lag or you can't go into online 
uh, multiplayer in Halo. So you have to open the menu, close them, and then reopen them again. Or when you're done with the game, before you shut off your console, exit it, quit it. And it's just like, what is the fucking point then? Like, I know it's like, it was good. Like, I played like Luminous for like half an hour and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to try this out mid game, shut it off, turn it on. Cool. That's cool. And I, and I get how it's cool in concept. I just like don't understand what's so great about it when like, number one, it doesn't work right now with the two best games. And also like, how is it that much better than the PS5 rest mode other than having being able to do it for like four games at once, which I don't think I would ever really use. Mm. Maybe I, I get the idea of like, oh, I was playing a single player game and then my friend invites me to multiplayer and I can just like stop the single player game and then we get back in it. But I don't know, like the way autosave is these days, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't see the huge benefit of it. Cause right now it's all negative for me because I'm only playing Forza and Halo. Yeah. Well, but I don't know. Like maybe you could explain the benefits. Like, Well, firstly, it's quicker than booting a game because you don't see any display screens or anything like that. So it is quicker than that. Um, and yeah, that scenario you said where you like drop something, come back to it, and you're just where you were. You know, sometimes that's not always a good thing. You might be in, like, I've got ADHD, so I might have just dropped it in the middle of a fight or something, which has happened yeah. before. I load it up, I'm like, what is going on, man? But um, th- the real problem with it not working for the always online games really is just the fact that what they should do is just disable quick resume for those games. And so every time you turn it on, it just boots up again, fresh. And that's so, because you can't fix this whole, those games are designed to be sort of like connected to a server and talking to the server like every five seconds or some shit. Yeah. Um, And the problem is like, we're just turning the game on after however many hours or something expect and the game's just loading but then it's like error or something like funny is going on and i think a lot of people will just be like what the fuck's this yeah. like they won't know that it's oh yeah like in. kids will be like huh like huh? my xbox is broken like so they just need to set disable it for those games because i don't think it can be fixed because what what happens is the game that the console would just store a like snapshot of the game onto the the ssd and it's like it's really clever how they've done it um and i think over time if you end up using the console like as much as i do or you know whatever going through stuff you'll see the benefits of it kind of organically like you're just it's more like a oh Oh, shit yeah like cool it remembered i was here it's kind of that kind of feature you know yeah i think for me just the way i consume everything i hate that word but when i'm done with being on my phone and looking up something on the internet i automatically just like delete like close all windows delete browsers i just like don't like to have anything <laughs> like i'm like a neat freak in that way with like me like with tabs and this and that so like if anything it like it feels like it's like doing something i don't want it to do in a way mm. i mean it, it's a cool idea in theory and like it worked cool with Luminous, where it's like, oh, I don't necessarily want to play all five hours of a, you know, a run at once or whatever. So, or like if you're playing a roguelike or whatever, like Hades or whatever. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to finish all at once, but I also want to switch over to a different game. Like, that's very cool, especially since like, you know, we're both playing Halo and like we're constantly like, oh, are you online? You want to play a match? And you might want to abandon what you're doing without losing it. So, yeah, I think it's cool. Um, 
I just like, yeah, I, I mean, I like the console fine. It's cool. I mean, I owned a 360. It seems like pretty much the same console, <laughs> just more powerful. And I, and I like that because I love the 360. I just like, yeah, I didn't get that feeling of like, Wonder. I guess there's just like no nostalgia with the brand like at all, like compared to PS5, where it's like all of a sudden they're getting very sentimental and like. The cash in there, aren't they? But they, they do, are. And, like, they're doing it well. That's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like the whole, you start off the console, like the, the controllers and like, let's be honest, like the PS5 controller is like probably the most impressive piece of tech from either console. Yeah, totally. So for like, like graphically or whatever, like I think that's the moment I've been the most blown away of anything. Uh, just because like the games are still cross-gen. I yeah. guess like stuff in Returnal and uh, Dark uh, Demon Souls, like visually were like, was really impressive. But I think it's just... It's been the PS5 controller that's been the most, like, holy shit, next-gen thing for me. Um, so, yeah, like, starting up the PS5, immediately having Astros, play, I just, I did get that sort of whimsical, oh, my God, holy shit, Christmas next-gen day. console thing. Christmas yeah. Day, like, eight years old kind of thing, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ultimately, like, it, it's all about the games, isn't it? Really, what defines a console is the games. Let's just go with Halo, because we've been teasing, we've been teasing people for a while. Yeah, they're on the edge. Obviously, I was playing the multiplayer first, and I didn't say anything on the podcast because we were just going to wait. But the first game I match I played on that multiplayer, I just knew that it was good. And I, that sounds stupid. It's like, of course, I knew it was good. You just can tell. But I just knew it was like, yeah. nah, they've hit it, man. Like, yeah. the, And it's got issues here and there. We can get into them. But I knew straight away. And I think I went and said to like my friends, and was like, this is really good. And then that was kind of the beginning of the snowball effect so many people that we know got on xbox a series s so let's let's run with with your impressions of the of the game yeah so as soon i had the same feeling like i i started with a campaign and we could talk about the campaign first and i was just like yep yep this is halo like it looks like halo it feels like halo there's not this weird sort of disconnect where it's like it feels like a cover artist version that four had um (laughs) it like had the movement right None of the additions felt superfluous, and it was just like <laughs> it fucking looks like. Let's be honest, like graphically, it kind of looks like a three sixty game. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yes, let's <laughs> do it! Like we're back, baby." It felt a little weird to like hop into a next gen console. It's like finally what I always wanted to play Halo Three again. <laughs> but that's that's what it looks like and feels like. It's just like they. Almost, I don't know if they gave up or if they just finally nailed it. I can't tell which one it is. I'm just like, fine, we're not going to do our own thing. Fuck you. Here it is. I can't, can't tell which direction it's coming from. Well, it's, there's been two failed experiments, if you can put it that way. And I think, but still, I think there was a bit of infighting with the direction of the game. But what's what has ultimately won out and what it's resulted in, and I'm just talking the gameplay. I'm not talking like the campaign, like the story and the missions. But just like that gameplay, like the the moment to moment stuff, is it feels like this is lame, but it's like it's just it's just a modern Halo, yeah. and it's got these just kind of little tweaks, little kind of embellishments or additions to the move. Well, I say little. The grapple is like a revelation for the movement yeah. system, especially in the campaign where it's like yeah, always accessible, right? always accessible. Um, but then, in terms of just like the kind of fundamental shooting stuff, there is eye in sights, but not really. But you can do it. Like, you can yeah. zoom a little bit with the pistol. The control system's like slightly more modernized and stuff. But yeah. what they kept was that sandbox gameplay with the enemies and the AI, which is as mm-hmm. good as it's ever been. And 
just the feeling of shooting stuff feels really, really fucking good in this game. There's like yeah. this there's this thing that they do with um sound effects. So basically whenever you kill an enemy, it's like could you it'll be could you anytime yep. you kill anything. But there's tons of these just kind of really finely tuned aspects to it that makes it feel great. Yeah, like the movement, they nailed it. Like it's the same. Like I don't even can we, like I have not like when did four come out? Like I that's the last time I played Halo really. And as much as I think the campaign of that game is, like, yeah, like that's a long time. That's like ten years. And like basically, I was like, this is like fine. You know what I mean? Like it's totally like fine. But it just felt slightly off. Like there was just something about like how the campaign wasn't structured around. It was like structured more like a COD campaign or something, and not around like movement and halo is all about moving and jumping and and like avoid like just like it's like as, it feels as much as you're like platforming as much as you're like shooting basically not platforming but you know like it's about we talk about we talked about it in our halo episode but just like it's about movement and rhythm and like uh you know just like having everything come together simultaneously and that's like a really delicate balance and they did, like pretty much nailed it exactly and um it felt really good and felt right and like the additions yeah they didn't bother me uh really mm. halo 4 the multiplayer had like drops like cod or whatever and like people mm. were immediately off of that and mm. i felt the same way i'm basically saying this is not what halo is to me this doesn't feel right and for this none of the additions felt unnecessary it did feel like they were modernizing it a bit and maybe a little too much in some areas and we'll talk about that more with the multiplayer, but starting with a single player, it's like, it's much faster uh, in terms mm. of you can sprint and grapple places. And it's like, you can go insanely fast paced with the grapple and single player. And the way the single player is structured, obviously this is different in that this is the first one that's like semi, or I guess it's not semi, it's like, it's an open world game and you go through different bases and it's structured like a Ubisoft game where it's like, mm. there's these main areas of missions and those are a little more enclosed and linear. But then around that, there's like posts that you need to, to liberate, <laughs> aka kill uh, aliens. And big boss enemies just scattered throughout the land. And like you can drive vehicles everywhere. It's just like it is like Far Cry structure, um, which is very different. But then the, the actual gunplay feels way, way more familiar to old Halo. You know, bunch of random enemies and they're spawning from every angle and you're in open space and you're like dancing around, shooting them, avoiding them, grabbing new weapons, move constantly moving. It just feels awesome. Yeah. Like it just like <clears throat> the additions with the grappling hook, being able to grapple like an explosive, there's explosive barrels everywhere in this game, like all everywhere. Uh, you can <laughs> grapple them, hook onto them, pull it into your hands, throw it. It just like, it's such a good feeling game yeah. and it's very satisfying. Um, and you, 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 I'm like half, like maybe not even half, like a third into the, the single, player campaign i was doing a lot of the outpost stuff first and you're done um what are your like general impressions of it compared to let's say the the earlier campaigns yeah so i think um i think just generally the campaign's like a seven out of ten yeah <laughs> and it's hard it was hard for me to divorce how good the gameplay feels and then you know how good are these levels like how good is this open world and i think when you're describing it you know it is it is ubisoft Tower liberation and and all this like save this crew of marines that are stranded and there's like fifty of them across the world and shit. It's all that kind of like mind numbing activity, but because yeah. the combat's so good, you know, 
it's more fun to do than it is in Far Cry. So it's kind of yes. like it it does make a tangible difference, even though the structure's very tired. Because it, yeah. you know, this is like as good as it gets for this kind of gameplay. Really, I mean, you can say, uh, I don't know, if you like something like Super Tactical, you know, it's not gonna give you that kind of um, like Rainbow Six Siege thing or whatever, or like Counter Strike, but you know, but in terms of like this kind of console FPS, this is as good as the shooting has ever felt. So yes, yeah, and it's just giving you like countless opportunities to engage in it. In sort of different and slightly different environments, at least not visually, but in terms of the, yeah, it's all grass and rocks, in, all grass and rocks. But it's like the geography and how the geography impacts it. And I think so. That stuff, I had fun. Like I don't know what else to say. I had fun doing it. I think the campaign itself, like, felt feels bolted together, and they just had to get something out the door. That's what it feels like. Um, they made some decisions with the story, which was basically how can we wreck on everything that we've done in the last two games without pissing off the law nerds? How can we introduce an entire? It's like a soft reboot, and it's very minimalist and kind of the amount of um, universe, kind of just the amount of like factions, the amount of characters. It's all like let's just fucking chop, get rid of all of it because everyone hated it basically. And then at the yes. same time, it was meant to be the end of a trilogy for the studio <laughs> so it's yeah. it's like finishing the story in a very quiet way and then ushering in what they want to be this kind of platform for halo in the future so it's got all that stuff going i mean you guys about the halo story i'm sorry like who cares about the halo story it's fine it's funny it's like it's, it's so cringe. fucking bad <laughs> it's like i when i say it's fine i mean like i just it is like it's, it's just halo yeah yeah just halo so yeah, I, I ended up being... I mean, the end of it is probably the worst part. In terms of those levels, I think there's maybe like eight, nine, or ten of those kind of linear, more like traditional interior levels when you, you go into a kind of a, a facility that isn't in the open world. And they get worse and worse, I think, as the game goes on. Um, and like with anything, with that kind of recency bias feeling, you know, if a film's got a bad ending you think worse of it, even if like the rest of it was great. It's got that kind of like, oh, that end was just, I was getting sick of it, man. I think it's like 11 hours long or something. Yeah, it's very, very repetitive. Like even at the point I'm at, like where it's just like all the posts like kind of feel the same. I just, yeah, like I think the thing that made the Halo campaigns like really like one, two, and three, at least, like, I know we're not, we're not huge Reach fans. Like, there was enough variety where it's like, hey, uh, here's a driving level. Here's, like, a yeah. the flood. Like, as much as people hate the flood, it's like, at least I it's, like, like the visual. Flood. I like it, too. Like, it's, like, visually, and, like, it turns into a horror game aesthetically, yeah. like, for a little bit. It's really gross. Like, it did scare me as a kid. Like, it's, like, gross and grimy. And then you're in, like, a base, and you're starting on a ship, and then you're going down to the earth and, like, I mean, to the planet, and, like it's like organic and then you're going back to like a, it's like you're switching between a lot of areas and like some of them are narrow, narrow hallway and, the, and like a lot of those mission levels are sort of but they seem more in this one they just seem more repetitive in terms of like you can play basically all the open world stuff pretty much exactly the same occasionally you'll find a, a vehicle and you can play around with it but it's like I don't know I found myself getting into the same sort of sequence of like I've been playing it on heroic and it's pretty difficult so I'm just like 
shooting a bunch of people, hiding for a second, shooting a bunch of people, hiding for a second. And, like, that's what Halo is, so breaking it down like that is maybe sort of meaningless. But, yeah, like, I was just playing it in a lot more similar way where it's, like, it doesn't feel as catered or, like, uh, curated <laughs> compared no. to the uh, the Bungie early campaigns. Like, yeah, it's not. it doesn't feel as tight. Uh, but, like, the gameplay, as you mentioned, like, the gameplay's incredible and probably even better in the single player because of like how much you can like rely on the grapple and the consistency of that um mm -hmm. but yeah like the story is nonsense i don't know who the fuck atriox is i don't know what the banished is i don't know why cortana died off screen between five and this one <laughs> i don't know what who the new court like i don't know what any of it means it's very cringe it's clearly like they were embarrassed of their old story and like no but now we have a new cortana or whatever like it's and she wants to fuck the chief so but Oh yeah, this new Cortana actually like is putting out and like he doesn't want like he's still hung up he's, on he's old still hung up on old Cortana. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, it doesn't have any of that kind of variety of a linear campaign like the old ones. It doesn't have I don't think the vehicles in the open world um and driving around with them with these like dumb as fuck marines. You just won't get in the fucking warthog. Yeah. Um it does not come close to kind of the more curated like the Covenant mission from Halo 3, which I think is like the 7th or 8th mission, which is kind of the peak of the sandbox set piece uh, yes, campaign of that. classic Halo. You know, it's not close to that in this game. So let's just talk about the grapple, because I do think the grapple just does need to be mentioned in terms of how natural it feels as an extension of like your the Master Chief's... Um, the Master Chief. The Master Chief kind of movement options and, and how it can be used in such a variety of sort of scenarios. Like like you said, so obviously you can move around with it. You can grapple onto a piece of the environment and like fling yourself. So that's just immediately like the Halo sandbox has changed forever, man. Because in the you know, if you moved into an area that was dangerous in the original Halo games, like you're probably gonna die because you know, you can't move. Yeah, you just have to hop like, up and dance. You're gonna have like to hop. Around <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, you just like trying to like uh, like waltz your way out or something. So obviously, in this, it's like you just fucking grapple the way out if you if you're in danger, and so it's still difficult because of the 360 thing in terms of there's like jackal snipers up your ass, yeah. like. Yeah. And he can be attacking you from any direction because it's uh, obviously open world and stuff. Yeah, and heroic, but, you basically go down within a shot if you get <laughs> right. one of those. It's kind of annoying, but yeah. So you can like grapple an enemy and like you'll melee them, so that's good. You can grapple a gun, which is like fucking sick. Badass. Grappling guns is amazing, man. Like grappling okay. guns off the floor. Oh, grapple an explosive tank. Accidentally grapple it when you're standing on it, fly 100 feet in the air, <laughs> which I think is a glitch, but it's really fun. Uh, it rules. No, like it the gameplay is just so fucking good. It's very like, like I love that like badass feeling of like I did this and then this and then this and this and like that really it really delivers. Yeah, that, that yeah. sort of sequential rhythm stuff where it's like, oh, I just pulled off this amazing sequence of moves, and like I don't know, like I like a lot of the stuff they included, like boss fights, like they're really fucking difficult like in the missions uh and stuff like that i'm like oh this is like you know it's a little more eh. doom 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 eternal feeling but like it's still mm. cool like mm. um i went into them i went into the boss fights just because i was i'm not down for a boss with like a million hp that you need to whittle down the health bar and hey i just don't like it yeah it's 
but I, I can see like, what you're trying to do. Right. Like, like, yeah, that's what I mean. More like it's not that fun to be honest, because you end up doing the same <laughs> thing, which is like I'm hiding. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Like the only thing I'll say about the sprint, and we will like obviously they need to make it more fast paced. You know, me and Maddie are both ADHD, probably for me. Uh, but like, just in general, like everyone is demanding more fast-paced fucking arcadey cod fortnite like just like way more hectic fast-paced gameplay like kids love it it's where everything's at right now right like even the major league gamers are playing more fast-paced games so it's like they had to do it right they had to have a more they had to have a sprint like you mentioned like just had to have it um it in the in the single player works great like it's fantastic and the multiplayer, I think that, like, the sort of precision and sort of major league gaming feel to it uh, makes it distinct from the old Halos. And, like, that's totally fine. And, like, the gameplay is incredible. It just, like, sometimes feels like you're playing a less random, goofy, fun game than the old ones. Where mm-hmm. it's, like, there's not as many vehicles. The maps are a little more condensed uh even though like the the lanes are wider but like you'll be shooting somebody instead of having to do like the jump away and you're shooting them in the air and like they're trying to dip and dodge like you're just like they just run around a corner right so it feels like a little more coddy in that way Mm. but you know general impression the multiplayer is can't stop playing it it fucking rules we we always do this we always like ignore the elephants in the room or whatever like dance around the multiplayer is fucking i love it man oh it's so good it's so so fucking good and I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, it is a bit more major league gaming thing. But yeah, let's move on to the multiplayer. The multiplayer delivers in spades, in my opinion. Now, yeah. there's like 10 maps in it. Yes. Um, it's like them. so weird. Cause it's like, it's so, like, we're both so hot on the multiplayer and playing it constantly together uh, with our friends. And like, it's, it's so, the gameplay is so good. And like, you're like, fuck, yes, this is it. Like, I haven't been this into a, you know, I got into Fortnite like a freak, every other freak. Uh, but besides that, like that's the only multiplayer game I got like super into in the last decade, maybe. And this is like completely taken control of me, my gaming time. Like I just keep on wanting to play the multiplayer because the gameplay is just so good. But almost and, every wait, positive wait, wait, wait. is like undermined <laughs> by like I, the content, like how much content there is or lack of content. Uh, it's like it's a huge disappointment in some ways and but like also the most fun thing i've played in a really really long time it's weird isn't it because like yeah. every other night or basically every day over the holidays like just i've been i got covid and my housemate got covid and john got covid and whatever and a lot of people listening probably got it or know someone who got it but i've been know. home <laughs> i've been home all holiday i'm only going back to work tomorrow because I'm still recovering from COVID. So I've been in my house for like four weeks, right? And having this game and having people messaging me on Discord and being like, we playing Halo today. Like, first That's of so all, great. I've never had that. This is my own sob story. <laughs> I've never had a game with more than one of, the per- one of, the, of yeah. my friends playing. Honestly. Even yeah. back in the day when I did have a 360 and I played Halo 3 for a bit, none of my friends had it. So, oh, that sucks. like, I've never had this kind of, and I think there's three of us mainly, like, there's three of us that are playing it, and it's like a four-person team, so that's kind of like, can we just rope one more person to be playing with us? Yeah. Because we, we keep getting these, like, random shit players and stuff. The fourth person's always shit, and 
they're the reason we lose. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, just having that's been amazing and, and the game's just so fucking fun. Like I don't know so to say, fun. it's so fun. And it's so fun, like where it's like it's like it's almost feels like they're like testing <laughs> like it's like I hate to be negative, right? Like I feel like I'm the one coming in and being negative when I, I fucking love the game. Like it's my maybe probably like my second favorite game of, of like release calendar last year like already and like it's it feels so underdeveloped in some ways but like uh like besides returnal which we both kind of agreed on was the best game of last year like this is like the most fun i've had with a game it's the best playing game other than Returnal, like maybe like so it's like that's like one and two but mm-hmm. like it's almost like how little can we put in this game and still get away with it because the gameplay is so fucking good and the game is really missing lacking for modes right now it's really lacking for maps. So you end up just playing the same fucking three modes on four different maps over and over and over and over again. But the gameplay is so good that you can't stop. Like it's so addictive <laughs> and I keep on going back to it. And I want to go, like, I want to play it right after we stop recording right now. And like, I can't stop. I can't stop playing it. It's so good. And <laughs> yeah, like it just, it is disappointing because like, if this was as fully featured as let's say, you know, uh, Halo 3 at the end of its life cycle or Halo 2 at the end of its life cycle with all the different modes and stuff. Like, it would be like bar none. Like, this is it. They fucking nailed it. This is incredible. But yeah, yeah. like, there is just like a lack of modes. Just the gameplay is so good. I don't know what else to say. You're right. Like, it's just so fun. It's uh, so you fun. You have to just keep going back. And we, well, we should talk about the live service aspect about it a little bit because... I don't know if anyone knows what live service even is. Like, it's one of those, like, sort of jargon game terms, like, games as service, like, gas, all this shit. Basically just means that now 343 as a studio is creating shit for this game for the foreseeable future. So there's an increased expectation among, like, the fans that if they have a problem, it will get fixed. Um, there's an expectation for that we're going to get new maps when are we getting new maps when are we getting new modes when's the store getting like more shit to dress my spartan up so it's basically it's like free to play right like the multiplayer if you buy an xbox you don't need xbox live to play this online okay they're making their money off the shit that you buy on the shop to dress up your spartan like a little toy figurine and you can give them like cat ears and stuff you can give him like a pink, or you can give him like an Iron Man skin, or whatever, you know, all this shit. Or a feminine stance. And feminine stance, <laughs> a battle pass, all that stuff. You know, it's like Fortnite, but it's I, the reason I'm saying this is because this is not a boxed product like Halo Three. It's like this is a continuously evolving platform. Well, you yeah. know, there's an expectation we will be getting new maps, and so I think. Where I'm at right now is kind of I'm being very kind of forgiven and sort of like just like lenient on them because they it was a terrible development. So it's like the development process was terrible. That's what everyone said. That's like all the leaks point to it it being a horrible, troubled development. It's come out and it's really good, or at least the core of it is really good. Now the bones of it are great. The bones of it are great. So all they need to do is just add shit. And if they they can just add add shit, shit, like and they will, I think. Now, if it's as quick, it's not gonna be as quick as people want, but if they can just add shit, you know. I know, it's just like so delicate though, because like there's it's not like back in the day where it's like this is the halo, 
and like whatever its flaws or whatever, whatever, like there's a lack of content, whatever. It's like, this is Halo. You know what I mean? Versus now it's like, if this isn't the best game in the world within three months, it, um, you can easily dead. lose your spot. It's right? <laughs> yeah, like people yeah. have gone insane about the game. Like the Reddit's yeah. getting like shut down or like being threatened to be shut down. And, but most people are moaning that the store is too expensive. And yeah, like, all the, like, like I don't do any of that. It, it's just, it is weird to me though because it's like, this that? is my, my sort of weird thing with Game Pass too where it's like, I'm very scared of the slippery slope where like gaming becomes like, you know, a YouTube or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, or Netflix more like, where it's like, it doesn't matter if it sucks there's so many options or like, you know, like I, I don't know what to say, but just like, I'm scared of it being like, well, sure. It's not, you would never have expect, uh, accepted this 10 years ago because it was a $60 game on a box. And like that was a shit product, but because it's like a game as a service, like, and game pass is cheap and the game, the multiplayer is free to play for anyone that doesn't even need game pass. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be as fully featured or complete or good. And I'm just like, I don't know, like, I guess, and I know they worked on this for a long time. It was really troubled development, but it's like, it's also crazy that they worked on it this long and there's like four fucking maps and like three modes and like one of each or four modes and like one of each mode on big team battle. And I know what you mean. Um, I think the reason why I'm not really, I don't apply that kind of level of criticism to this game is just because it's the best that they could do. So it's kind of like, you know, regardless of like how long it took, this is the best they could do. Yeah. And it was delayed for a year. So that's crazy. Like right before <laughs> it was going to come out. <laughs> so like it was delayed for a year. And, and so the only bit that does annoy me is this kind of, so next week it's leaked that King of the Hell is going to be part of this kind of event that will run up until the end of January, right? And I'm excited. King of the Hill. It's not in the game. Classic Halo mode. Let's go. Right. Yeah. But this is the this is where I agree with you, where I'm like, what all right, you guys had that ready on launch. Come on. So Yeah, there's no fucking way to put it, it in. <laughs> they like, didn't just do this in the last two weeks. No. <laughs> but it's this idea of continued engagement with the player base. If you drip feed the modes, if you drip feed yeah. them like temporary mode as well because this will only be playable for like three weeks so at that kind of thing i'm like fuck that fuck that yeah off. like it becomes like scarcity market like shit like it's a fucking nft or a like or yeah. a nike release or something it's like no like fuck that like that's not the way you like if that's how you want to rope players in it's like it's a cheap trick just fucking put it in at the get-go right like i know the new maps are going to come within the next like six months five months four months whatever it is they said may or whatever but like i don't know like there is like i i just like i don't get me wrong like the game is great like the single player is definitely like acceptable level of <laughs> completion like it's it's good like it's better than like most open world uh single player campaigns uh it's better than 95 percent of shooter campaigns for sure and like the multiplayer is just so good the gameplay is so good but i don't want there to be like loosening of standards you know what i mean because it's game pass and it's like you can play a million other games so like fuck it kind of vibe i don't think game is... pass is related to this though i think that when when this no no i know i just mean in general like that's the vibe yeah. i got buying the 600 dollar or getting the 600 dollar console and like like yeah if i spent 800 dollars to play halo which is like on paper i did like 
And it has less modes, less maps than a game from 2007. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm just yeah. sort of like, that's kind of unacceptable, especially since it got, like, I, I don't want to say the delay, but it's like, I mean, there also hasn't been a Halo game in so long. So it's like a big ask to be like, hey, this is the game. Stick with us. Like, it's a little kind of like, that's kind of fucked up with all the resources that Microsoft has and the millions, hundreds of millions are spent. Like, this is the level of content that's in the game. It's like a little disappointing. And it's just like, if there's just one or two, two, obviously, like, you're always going to want more. But it's like, if there's just, like, one or two more modes on each, mo- if there's one or two more modes and maps on each version, like, just that launch, even, it's like, yeah, no problem. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just like, it's, like, slightly too little, mm-hmm. you know? Like, too many similar game types, too many similar matches because of that. And that just slightly dampens everything. But, yeah, like, the, the it's still fucking fun. What can I say? But yeah, a lot of people are complaining about just the battle pass and the aesthetic stuff. I'm like, I, just, I don't care about that stuff that much. Even so though I even so badly want the micros, uh, the the Master Chief helmet. You which I got. <laughs> you got. It. I got. I paid the money and I grinded and uh, <laughs> I got the helmet. Man. Um, I don't care about the store. I think you're fucked in the head if you do. So there you go. <laughs> that's it's my all, opinion. That's the thing. Like the most of the complaints are with the battle pass, and it's like. Do we get, like that's the part where it's like games have gotten worse in some way like uh, like games 100%. as a service like games have gotten like games have gotten better in general in terms of like the amount of great games that come out for sure but in terms of, like games have gotten worse in terms of like how they exploit uh customers and, and consumers and gamers uh all one thing uh but uh also gamers have gotten worse in terms of like they have bought into it and are fucking little grubby Fortnite players that are paying ten dollars for the John Wick knockoff costume or whatever it's like i yeah that shit sucks like just like i don't need it i don't need it just let me just change the color of my suit and like fuck microsoft for like making this a core component of the game or whatever but like also like why do you fucking care like i don't know i do have some empathy for because i know it's it's all based on this the gaming industry learned about psychology from probably from mobile games in it like the free-to-play mobile thing which like rotted mobile games still to this day um and started to infect console games with the microtransactions so i do have some empathy for people who find it difficult to to not pay up for a skin and it's it is fucked up but at the same time just (laughs) stop being that way (laughs) grow up man no yeah i just i can't relate man i just can't relate so i just don't know what to say like if you think that's the biggest problem with the game when it's got this desync shit, which is like you shoot someone and it doesn't show up because the server's too slow, and you think the store's more important than desync, then you're fucked in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel the same way. Like I don't want to be rude because it's like, yeah, it would be cool if that stuff was great and like less grindy, less expensive, and like more fully featured, but it's like. I also am more concerned about the fact that I've been playing the same mode on the same map for fucking weeks now. I'm just like, I don't care. So here's the thing. Here's the thing now. Because we've not like had the discussion about how long we think we might be playing this game. How long do you think you'll be playing? How long can you go? Is May too far away for you for new maps? Because the thing about those maps, yeah. different to King of the Hill, I don't think they're done. Like I, I highly doubt they're finished. So I don't think it's something that they're holding back on. I think they're finishing them now. So yeah. 
Um, I have a more sympathy for them in that in that sense. But do you think May is too far away? Do you think he'll drop the game? I don't know. Like, it's yeah. I might be one of those things where it's like oh, I'll come back when the new maps come out, which is a bummer. Although uh, big team battle, you've not really been been able to play so. No, like I haven't really been able to play big team battle, and like I still like love the game, and I can see myself playing this for a few more months at least. But it's just like I kind of wish the maps were. If the maps came in March, that'd be great. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's just like too big of a a lull, I think. But it's like yeah, it's like I I can see myself playing. I just like I just wish it was just a little bit closer. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just like this, a little bit too far away. Like this, March or April, it's like way more tolerable than like hey wait five months yeah well the seasons are were originally meant to be three months long but they doubled it didn't they for yeah because they didn't want to crunch um their team so the fact that you think that's not good enough you want them to crunch or whatever i think that's really fucked up but how about this how about microsoft use some of their bill gates money Mm. to Mm. fucking make the teams bigger and you know, pump this shit out. And next week, just get the maps out right now. No, uh, but yeah, like I do want the maps now. Like I want the maps <laughs> now, to be honest. But I'm not gonna get them, so I'll just have to stomach it. But like the game I'm is so joking. good, it's just like I, I can't, I can't see people sticking around. Like I'm, I'm worried. Like I'm also just like trying to, like as much as I am, like fucking would love to dance over the grave of Microsoft and win this podcast, like. Uh, and I'm sure we'll both switch alliances again next generation because it happens every single one. Uh, and yeah, you'll be a Sega fan and I'll be a whatever, iOS fan or whatever. But like I, I, I want Microsoft to do right by this franchise and like make sure it doesn't fucking die again because it died. Like we talked about, like it went away after Halo yeah, 3 died. and Reach. It, it was gone. Like nobody cared about Halo 4. Nobody cared about Halo 5. Like relatively nobody and like only the hard hardcore Halo gamers stuck around, and like everyone else was like Halo. Who the fuck plays? Halo? Like I don't know any kids that play. Like t- I don't know that many kids under twenty, anyways. But like I don't know anyone that like plays Halo anymore. So it's like this is their opportunity to like get it back, and it's like why is it like why does it have to be slightly lacking? Like this is the most important fucking thing for them as a co- as like it a is, game man. company. Like it is. It and is it so is, important. It is a hit, and it's. It's like it's a hit, but but yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Even if they just like, like if they plan on to do like I don't know, like three or four maps in May, just release just fucking, one in here. Just fucking <laughs> drop one. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. give us some. But I think I'll be playing it until May personally because yeah. I've gotten I've gotten into the MLG pro gamer scene, and I've been watching the competitions on Twitch. So. We're not I, that good. <laughs> I'm not that good, but I've been watching them, and so I can. I've kind of gotten this sort of, um, just kind of like this appreciation of the maps and the matter of the maps developing and with the pro gamer stuff, and 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 so I can kind of, and then I just like enjoy them in that way. I like enjoy that kind of continuing meta. So great game. Uh, Let's go play it. I'm down. Yeah. Well, I've got an iron, but yeah, maybe I can play yeah, we'll a little bit. We'll stop this fucking podcast. So just the fa- just finally, um, 
John had some homework to do for this podcast and we were initially delaying it because um, he was meant to play Deathloop. Um, he's yeah. not, even though he owns the game. Um, well, I just hate the PS5 so much now because it, it's lacking a quick resume. So I didn't want to turn <laughs> it on and play Deathloop. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Well, uh, I can playing... just say, well, well, I did play Deathloop. Um, it's shit. So, uh, <laughs> Is it really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. I'm excited to play it. Like, it looks more of my vibe than like Dishonored. I know that it's the same developer, Arcane, same developer. So I've heard people love it. It's been top of some game of the years. Edge gave it game of the year. Like lots of people, like I, lots of game of the years. It's like ranking be- ahead of our beloved. Returnal. You know, Returnal. So let me just pull it up really quickly as we're on that topic. Since we're going to ha- like, you know, let's land on some negativity. You know, we're talking about Halo, we're talking about Xbox, but as we mentioned, both of our favorite game of last year was Returnal. On PS5. PS5 exclusive Returnal. Not a lot of people got to play it, like in the general populace, uh, because of, you know, lack of PS5s out there. But, you know who was able to play it? You know, game critics, game journalists, they were very, you know, they could easily find it, easily play it. They all played it. This game is like number six or like five or six or seven on the rankings of like things winning game of the year. And it's driving me so fucking nuts. Because they sucked at it. Pace, Pace is the number one, man. Pace gave Ratchet and Clank. Game of the year, and Returnal was like fucking not even in the top ten or top twenty. I think it was in like the top twenty of PlayStation only games. It was like number twenty, and it's just like shut the fuck up. If you think <laughs> Ratchet, I've not played Ratchet, but guess what? I, I fucking played Ratchet because they're all fucking same. <laughs> played the last one. This is the new one, and it looks like a Pixar film. It's Game of the Year. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, it's because they yeah. sucked at Returnal. They sucked at it. That's why. It's got snubbed. That's it. it and it's, the- it's 100%. I'm just so glad that Giant Bomb uh, is basically, like, not popular. And, or, <laughs> just kidding. Like, just not, like, completely fell apart. And, like, has not done the Game of the Year discussions or podcasts this year. And doesn't have the old staff. Because if I had to fucking listen to, which I would, despite complaining... <laughs> If I listen to six hours of them like getting Returnal off the top ten list because they fucking sucked at the game, I would have lost my mind and like had to go like like called somebody like to to come pick me up. Like it's <laughs> like I am losing my mind about like how many people just like drop that game immediately because they fucking sucked at it. It's crazy. How is this like? If you look at the rankings right now, it's like it takes two. Uh, is number one. Like, I have not played that yet. It's on my pile. And, like, you played it and you think it's, like, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, I played a little bit of Ratchet. It's Ratchet. Deathloop is beating it. And everyone who actually has played it seems to hate it, except for <laughs> game critics. And I'm just, like, this is insane. Like, I think the only place I've seen it ranked highly, and it might win Game of the Year, is, like, like Guardian gave it Game of the Year, the one guy I did. Mm-hmm. And like Resetera is, uh, you know, seems to be ranking it highest in the game, like mm-hmm. the, in terms of like the user list and stuff like that. Cause like it's, it's the best game, like m- 
maybe the 10 best games I've ever played, like, gameplay-wise, for sure. It's so fucking good. And, like, yeah, it's being snubbed because it's it's really hard. And it's, like, kind of driving me nuts. And, like, I'm excited to see Death play Deathloop, and I hope I really like it. But if this shit sucks, I'm going to be fuming. I'm going to be so mad if this is bad. So we'll see. You you don't like it. Uh, no, I don't like it. It's fine. It's okay. It's a huge disappointment, though, after Dishonored 2. So... But we can All right. we can talk about it on the next on the next episode. Yep. So well, fucking hell man. An hour on infinite. There you go. Infinite podcast. Yep. Uh, Combat has truly evolved. Thanks everyone. <laughs> no, uh we don't have to lock off like that. That's embarrassing. Uh it's great. It was worth the uh you know, worth the one hour of discussion. And yeah, let's let's go play some right now. See you in a minute. Bye. No scope. Killing <laughs>